0: Tired of hearing the same thing over and over again? Frustrated with the social, political, and professional landscape of your community? If so, you're in the right place. We can tackle any issue or conversation if we approach life with The Reasonable Person Standard. And now, Dr. Bob. What's The Reasonable Person Standard, you ask? According to the dictionary, a reasonable person will look at life through the lenses of fair, moderate, not excessive nor extreme, and typically that of sound judgment. Are you that person? Hey, welcome everybody. This is Dr. Bob. So today, we're diving into a topic that can be universally applied. Whether you're young or old, in business or an artist, a national leader or a Girl Scout, we all have dealt with balancing intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. In layman's terms, internal and external things that motivate us to do certain things. Now this discussion shouldn't really be polarizing, but I find it interesting how much debate there is out there as to why someone should just simply do something. So to get started, let's start with creating a basic understanding of each term. From a work perspective, David Berkus from Psychology Today said that extrinsic motivation is any reason we do the work other than the joy of doing the work itself. Anything that we are promised for doing the work or anything that we get as a result of doing the work are all extrinsic motivators. It's basically the old dangling of the carrot idea. Now let's apply that definition to everything beyond the walls of work. We have all been motivated by external things for just about anything. Think about it, for those of you that drive a vehicle. Uh, Why do you avoid speeding, or at least avoid excessive speeding? Is it because obeying the law is the right thing to do, and or you get joy out of doing it? Or is it because you just don't want to get a speeding ticket? Beyond that, getting a speeding ticket will also likely increase your car insurance. You get the point. So if you're anything like me, you don't want to get caught, and you certainly don't want to get a speeding ticket. Should those of us who choose not to speed simply because we don't want to get a ticket be frowned upon by those that choose not to speed because it's simply the right thing to do? I suggest no, especially when the end result is the same, safer roads and fewer tickets. Moving on, intrinsic motivation. Simply said, this is doing something, work or otherwise, for the pure joy of doing it because it's the right thing to do or because it could benefit their greater good. No reward or incentive is necessary. So what are some examples? Let's think of some of those random acts of kindness you've seen or heard about. Maybe helping an elder person cross the street, paying for someone else's coffee in the Starbucks drive through helping someone lift a heavy object, opening a door for someone, and so on and so on. All of those things ultimately help someone other than you, and typically, there's no reward expected. So where is all this going? It basically brings us to the discussion and debate regarding what is more important, the why we do something or the end result. At the end of the day, extrinsic motivation oftentimes gets a bad rap. It somehow feels dirty or bad to have to offer a reward to someone to get them to do something you feel they should just want to do anyways. Example, I want my 12-year-old son to brush his teeth before he goes to bed. Now, in all transparency, sometimes this poses a big challenge for me. You've all heard the excuses, right? I'm too tired. Why do I have to? I don't like the toothpaste. But I'll tell you, it's amazing how fast he will run upstairs to brush his teeth if I offer a reward or suggest that he'll lose his Minecraft or Fortnite privileges if he doesn't. Oh, come on, man! Some would call me a sellout, but I call it truly knowing people. And at the end of the day, he brushed his teeth. Mission accomplished. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're just simply reinforcing poor choices by offering rewards and that he'll grow up to not know right from wrong. Really? All I know is that his teeth will be clean which means better health long-term and lower dental costs. Done and done. And yes, I'm confident that he knows right from wrong. The reasonable person will use different types of motivators based on what they know about the people in a given situation. That's called being smart and relational. Some would even say that's utilizing emotional intelligence. So let's put this into the context of work, as this is where the plot thickens. Thomas Chamorro from Harvard Business Review quotes a study about these two ideas. In a recent study by Yoon Cho and James Perry, the authors analyzed real-world data from a representative sample of over 200,000 U.S. public sector employees. The results showed that employee engagement levels were three times more strongly related to intrinsic than extrinsic motives, but that both motives tend to cancel each other out. In other words... When employees have little interest in external rewards, their intrinsic motivation has a substantial positive effect on their engagement levels. However, when employees are focused on external rewards, the effects of intrinsic motives on engagement are significantly diminished. This means that employees who are intrinsically motivated are three times more engaged than employees who are extrinsically motivated, such as money. Quite simply, you're more likely to like your job if you focus on the work itself and less likely to enjoy it if you're solely focused on money. This finding was true even at low salary levels. Now, a skeptic might ask if this is just a correlation showing that people who don't like their jobs have nothing to think about other than the money. This is hard to test. Yes, that could be one reason. But another reason could be that people who focus too much on money are preventing themselves from enjoying their jobs. But this still focuses on the why and not so much on achieving the objectives. So even though someone works because they enjoy it, most business owners still need people to accomplish goals regardless of their particular level of enjoyment. In a perfect world, an employee would not only enjoy their work, but would feel that the external rewards and incentives satisfy their specific desires and needs. So like most things in life, moderation is key. Leaders must find ways to motivate their followers effectively, plain and simple. The reasonable leader looks for ways to instill and nurture pride, excitement and joy in the work being done, while also providing meaningful and relevant incentives to augment those facets. Dr. James Rouse offers
1: this. Typically, a lot of us will come from a place of extrinsic motivation, and that's all about our ego. It's about material wealth, it's about fame, it's about fortune. When our goals are directed in that direction, and all about those types of accomplishments, we typically are not going to enjoy the journey. And most importantly, when we reach our goal, we typically find ourselves less fulfilled and less happy. And on top of that, we tend to have higher levels of depression and more social anxiety. Now on the flip side, if we're interested in intrinsic motivation, which is truly sustainable motivation, it's all about the idea that when you attach to your goal, your intentions, something that's bigger than you. It's about how it's going to contribute to society, how it's going to be something great for your family, for your friends. What's in it that's bigger than you? It's not about your fame. It's about your giving back. It's not about your fortune. It's about how it raises others. That type of motivation has greater energy, greater sustainability. And on top of that, your life fulfillment, your happiness, your life expectancy, And your overall sense of vitality and well-being will all be enhanced when you come from intrinsic motivation. So go clear about your goals and intentions, but more importantly, attach it to something that's intrinsic in nature, and you will have a lights-out opportunity to realize every goal you want and be happy every step of the way. While intrinsic
0: motivation is likely more sustainable and provides more fulfillment for people long-term, it doesn't mean that folks who are extrinsically motivated should be looked down upon or have their value diminished. So what do you do when you have an employee who's only there for the money? If they're knocking it out of the park, should it really matter? That's a question to ponder for sure. Now, I've had both types of people on some of my teams. And yes, while I and they may have felt better about the fulfillment factor of the work for those doing it for intrinsic reasons, I also had to credit those who were just as productive, maybe even more so, even though they were meeting those milestones based on incentives. Why can't both be okay? Again, reasonable people can approach work either way and shouldn't feel bad for doing something for a mere reward. So my challenge to you is this, find things that are fulfilling, that bring you enjoyment, that serve others and the greater good, and could provide the tangible things in life you need to provide for you and your family. Reasonable people should chase both. Seek out meaningful experiences in your life, but don't feel bad about chasing a carrot every now and again. But remember. At the end of the day, no matter who you talk to, no matter what you talk about, always treat people with dignity and respect. Well, that's our time for the day. Thanks for joining us here at the Reasonable Person Standard. Our music was performed by Kevin McLeod, and this podcast series is produced by Jam Studios. Thank you for joining today's conversation with Dr. Bob. Be sure to check out what he'll tackle next at www.bobhabib.net, and remember. You can tackle any issue or conversation if you approach life with the Reasonable Person
1: Standard.